Hello and welcome to another episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. When we last left our heroes, they were in the sewers still. But this time, it was pretty sweet, yo. Tunnel snakes <laughs> rule. No, wait. Tunnel ekans rule. There we go. Did you find any ekans? No, we didn't We didn't see any Ekans, but I'm just making the fallout. Right don't now. throw that for a loop, because I think I had Ekans in here at one point, and I changed it for flavor reasons. <laughs> don't confuse me. Because we had Mucks, and Grimers, and... And Garbodors. Garbodors, and Trubbishes. I think that was the main thing. Some metal Pokemon, I think, were in there. Maybe. Mm. Like a Magnemite or two. No. No? No. No? No, they were not. Okay. Negative. Maybe may been a clank, start. a clank, or maybe even a clink clank. Well, but it wasn't wild. That was no, Ashley's. That's, yeah, that's Ashley's. <laughs> I just like saying their names. <laughs> clink, 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 clank. <laughs> um, the main thing I believe that occurred was Julian got teamed up with Gentian, who is Gabriel's godfather, From and the Roust region. Hmm? From the Roust region. The Rust region. Rust. It's R-U-S. <laughs> Does that also come with an umlaut? Yes. Okay. It's so next... it's, just, it's just Russia, the Baltics, and Scandinavia. You mean Scotty? Scotty? Okay, Scotty is its own region then. Yeah. Alright, so the Scotty is Scandinavia, and then Rust is like Eastern Bloc. Yes. Okay. S-K-A with an umlaut, D-I. Okay. Not not Scotty. That's the Scotland region. <laughs> just a part of the gallery. Well, just just it's a region no, within the no, region. No, it's it's not. That's that's the Oyoro region. Is part of the Galar region, but only part of the Oyoro region. It's complicated. But it's a part. It's, it's a part of the UK. <laughs> Ireland's not. You, you you know that town in Wales with a really long name. Uh, <laughs> at the end, <laughs> yeah, that's also a region. You mean Long We even would make a language like this <laughs> Welsh out of spite. <laughs> the, the, the English were like, You guys need to stop speaking Gaelic, and the Welsh were like, You know what? We're gonna speak Gaelic even harder. <laughs> That's just mouth noises. <laughs> All languages are mouth noises. Meanwhile, while most, Meanwhile. Of, most of the episode was actually most Bell and Gabriel. Bell and Gabriel. Deliberating. <laughs> it's not that bad, actually. You are strategizing. Yes. The most beautiful Thinking thing that a DM can hope for. Because it means <laughs> the players are competent, and it gives them enough time to plan around their competence. <laughs> uh, but mainly, you guys... Found a Mama Garbador, and you helped break her out of garbage prison. Come on. Yeah. It, it you, was the dumps. You, you, guys, you guys led a heist out of baby garbage jail. <laughs> um, you did almost murder an Astro Grunt. He Give deserved it. a light it. bonk on the head, you know, with a... 150 pound weight. And I was also I was also thinking yeah. about power loading all of the garbage into their face. Oh. <laughs> um, again, he had it coming. Damn. He only had himself to blame. 
And then he ran into my on edge. He ran into my on edge ten <laughs> times. <laughs> so, how way to run. And then at the end of the episode, Belle and Gabriel were riding Mama Garbador through the tunnels on the way to the center of the sewage system at the same time that uh, Julian and Gentian were riding Gentian's Nagadadel through the sewers to the center. That's how you say it's name. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned so much. Well, it's because last time I said it, I was acting as Gentian, so it was Nagadadel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nagadadel. Okay. Putting a lot of yeah into there. You know, it's like a Naga. Yeah. And there's an N. Mm. And then it's a Del. Hello from the other side. Oh my god. <laughs> um, also, the British Weezing was heading there as well. Yes, they were. That, those were the ones heading there. And Ashley was already there. Yeah. She was I'm like. scared. Yeah, she was like, batting down the hatches. So much is happening that I'm actually having an emotion for once. Oh my god. <laughs> we have to help her. Yeah. So, let's zoom in. Um, who wants to s- start first? <laughs> Julian? I didn't have a whole lot going on last episode I would like <laughs> Go for to it. start. So, we're right on back of this Naganadel. Yes. And it's going fast, I assume. It's gotta go fast. So, if I remember, I ended that off with uh, screaming, so... <laughs> 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 oh god, the thing goes fast! <laughs> Just make sure you hold on, you'll be fine. That's all I'm doing! Calm <laughs> down, you'll wreck your singing voice. Oh, wait! Where? Bebop, where are you? <laughs> and I assume Bebop, like, when it saw, like, Naganadel, like, take off and, like, turned its, like, little things around and, like, little jet boosters come out and, like, (laughs) (laughs) following along. (laughs) Um, it's, it's, uh, managed to click itself onto, like, just the back of one of Naganadel's points. But you know how when your computer's lagging and you drag a window around and it leaves, like, the after... (laughs) (laughs) The after (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Congratulations. You won. So we're speaking away. You are. Um and then you, like, over all the rushing wind, you hear noises up above you, and suddenly you guys enter a very large clearing. And this seems to be the actual, like, sewage treatment center of all the sewers. There are pipes going in and out of this big device, and, you like, you can see some sludge going in on pipes where, like, some pipes have been burst open. You can see some sludge leaking out of some places, and you see swarms of all manner of poison-type Pokémon flying around, and a lot of them are in a panic, but there's a good chunk of them that are fighting these three large 
they kind of like, they're not mauled after Blastoise, but that's kind of what they resemble because they've got four big legs on the ground and big shells and these like pipes spurting out all over the shells are just belching all of this nasty black brackish smog into the air. But there are Pokemon trying to fight them. There are Zubats that are clawing at them, and there are Grimers that are, like, trying to get at them. There's Trubbish and Mucks. You're pretty sure some of the Mucks that you helped originally. And, yeah, there's three of these big things. And they do have the Astro logo on them as well. Oh, my God. Jeez, what is wrong with these guys? Julian, are you good at landing on your feet? Well, my acrobatics is a one, and my athletics is a two. I'm not that good at landing on my feet. <laughs> Alright. He reaches into his pack, and he pulls out what looks like a life preserver. He wraps it around your neck, pulls the cord, and starts to inflate. <laughs> You'll try and aim for a flat surface. Nigonadel? Let's go. And he does a little pull on the reins of Naganadel, and you feel yourself get flung through the air towards one of the machines. And this is how my story ends. <laughs> uh, I had a good run. Uh, I thank all my Pokemon for helping me. You find as your, your descent starts, it's actually slowed, and you're being held aloft by the floaty. What? Okay. This is some ranger tech, obviously. Can I roll, like, a tech education on those astro machines and kind of, like, identify... Yes. Maybe a weak point or something? Okay, that's all right. Eight... Thirteen. All right. So... It looks like, based on their design, they're probably pretty impervious to poison. At least that whole outer shell is covering them pretty smoothly, and there's no way poison's gonna get into that. It's gonna be equivalent to fighting a steel type. That means they probably have a weakness to fighting type and ground type moves. God, I wish I had Lee on me. Well, I wish I had Lee now, but he would probably get poisoned instantly. Yes. So, I we need to nullify those cannons, at least stopping the spewing of that smog, and then we can get our other Pokemon out, hopefully. Yes. And maybe the rest of the poison Pokemon here, the wild poison Pokemon, can, like, filter out that smog. Because I don't think my pack's going to do it for now. I'm only one person. As And as you land, you see Ashley there... She and Prindle are trying to hold their best. And they're like, they're, they're holding their own, but they also don't seem to be making any forward. Is it like sludge in their way or? Is no, it just... it's just like, they're not capable of doing much. Like they're managing to keep their own damage low, but also they're not capable of doing much damage to the machine either. Is there only a console anywhere? Like anything controlling, a control panel, console, anything. Not visible. Not visible? Then that calls for a perception. That's more or less what I'm looking for. It's okay. some sort of command module. Then we can just stop the smog. We're making progress. 
the best you can see is that these things aren't completely pressed against the ground. They're up like half a foot. And you can see like some other tech underneath. So any kind of receiver or command module is probably underneath that shell. Ashley! The human Ashley. The human. Okay. She's not tech, but my Ashley's not Okay, tech. right. <laughs> Julian, oh, thank goodness you're here. Do you have any ideas? Because I'm a little fresh out, sorry. Well, from what I can tell that this these machines have like uh, open tech underneath them, so we need to get under under there and basically get under the hood of this thing and somehow turn it off. Maybe short circuit something. I like the way you think. Prindle can probably fit under there, but you need to distract it on one side so I can get him in on the other. Me and Bealoff got it. Gone. <laughs> and like that that's when Bebo finally floats up to you, like all the after just catch up and you just kinda <laughs> go Doink. Hey buddy, and give him a pat. Alright, we gotta distract this thing, so let me just Bebop. Uh use a side beam on it. Alright. To try and get its attention we'll try and Roll your uh, accuracy. Uh, that's a four, but that will hit. No, nice. it won't. It's it's not enough to hit. But roll your um. If you roll your focus, you can see if it's enough to distract it. Or uh, uh, Bebop's focus, okay, yeah. It's a three and six and Five, ten, twelve. So the side beam is like, so it does hit, but like it starts dissipating as soon as it collides with the shell to the point where you can tell it's not having any effect. But it does seem to kind of hunker down on that side, and that causes the other side to open up. So now, all right, that's your opening, Brindle, go. And Prindle's able to slide in there. Clink, 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 clink. And then you just hear something a bit like a hacksaw. Ooh. <laughs> Ear mashing noise. <laughs> and the machine just starts to kind of get jostled around. And then finally it's like Prindle comes flying out the other end. And it's smoking a little. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Ooh. But it seems to, to have done the best it can do. And the machine now, like, you see seams start to appear amongst the shell. And then they just kind of start popping out. Like, not off, but, like, peeling backwards and moving around to the point where you can now see openings that you could get some attacks in. Okay, perfect. We just gotta keep hitting it then. Um, as you do this... Mama Garbador bursts in at the lower levels <laughs> with <laughs> Bell and Gabriel <laughs> riding atop of her. Uh, uh, hi, Julian! Holy shit! <laughs> That's the weirdest Kool-Aid man I've ever seen! <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm... <Pokemon. laughs> 
go ahead and count that because you are a Dilly D, Dilly D. She big. So, how it is, is I'm guessing, Belle and Gabriel, are you guys jump, jumping off once you see Julian's there fighting already? Yes. Yeah. Alright, so you do that. Uh, it's a good thing, too, because Mama Garbodor jumps to the lower levels to start fighting the machine down there. <laughs> and if you guys look up, you can see Naganadel and Gentian going toe-to-toe with the third machine on the upper levels. Okay. I think three machines. Yeah, we got somehow... Get them get the smog turned off. And once we get that turned off, we can now start bringing out our air Pokemon. Because the rest of the poison Pokemon can filter out whatever smog they're spilling. That sounds like a great plan. All right, everyone, get ready. This is this battle is going to be big. Our old charm. It's gonna do bugger all. It actually works <laughs> negatively, and all the panels seal again. Damn it! <laughs> My boyish charms did not work. <laughs> anyway, where should we target? Well, I've opened up the shell. Well, we... Uh, Prindle over there opened up the shell. So just hate it, you're, basically. You're, yes, your standard attacks should be able to do good enough. Uh, ground and fighting types should work well. And I imagine if we can get some water and fire deep in there, that can work too. But don't bring out any Pokemon that aren't poison or steel type until we get some of those tubes shut down. So I bring out Myra and Sigurd. All right. Um, let's see. I get Myra to do a double kick. Nice. On the. Hit it. 13. So that's going to hit, and you can actually roll it again. Because that's how double kick happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, four. Um, that one is going to miss. But the first one ah. does hit, so... 19? All right. So she managed to get a good kick in, and she dents one of the plates, but it d- doesn't seem to have done much. And Ashley's face kind of falls like, oh, I, I guess even with some openings, this is still going to be sturdy. <sighs> okay, well, hopefully it doesn't have too much in the form of offense, so as long as we keep attacking, we should be okay. Okay. three machines, two down here and one up there, right? No, well, Liz, like, you guys are in the middle, and then there's a lower one and an upper one. Because there was one below us as well. Yeah, that's the lower one. Okay. No, it's Gentian and Naganadel at the top. Yeah. Then you guys and Ashley in the middle, and Mama Garbador and her squad. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay, I forgot. I forgot the wild Pokemon, but down there. Yeah. Sigurd's gonna go next. Okay. Let's see. I don't have any steel attacks, but I guess given. Secret resistance. I could use a tackle. Fifteen. If it ends in a team, that's a hit. Okay. Twenty-four. Okay. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the TV show. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, it's Bronze turn. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> 
tackle! Uh, I, I asked, or I, I direct him to attack one of the, the creases that are coming undone. Alright. You've synopsis played to sleep. <laughs> That's a 16. That'll hit. Braun whizzes forward and goes at one of the creases and actually gets kind of stuck. Wedged in one. Uh oh. But it does, does manage to keep an opening up. Yeah. <laughs> and then the machine, some of the plates rearrange, and this bright red eye appears in front of you guys. Uh oh. And you hear some whirring noises as like the, it gets a little bit higher on its legs, and it looks like it's getting ready to get in an attack stance. And now it's... We're at the highest speed. No. Now it's going to be Myra again, because she's still fastest. Okay. Um, I'm going to use Dig. All right. And since you're not really on the ground, you're kind of in like an elevated platform. Instead, I'm going to say instead of it taking two turns, it's gonna be, she's going to be able to hit right now. Because she okay. can just hunker get down. Get under. Hunker, yeah, hunker down and get underneath. Yeah. So roll the hit right now. Ooh, 20. Oh, baller. <laughs> 58. Myra erupts from the ground. You actually see her slam into the machine and knock it on its back, almost. <laughs> Whoa. The first awesome. impact s- slams a bunch of plates, like, into the pipes and, like, crunches them shut. Oh, whoa! Great job, girl. Um, it's still pumping out some of the black smog from the other ones. Actually, it seems to be, like pumping even harder to make up for it. But it is in some pretty serious condition, and its undercarriage is very exposed now. Okay, Bebop, use another side beam on that underside. The exposed underbelly of the crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. What's Cybeam's AC check? Uh, two. That'll hit. It's 27 damage coming. Uh, it hits it, and it doesn't seem to do much. It just kind of shudders a little bit. Hmm. Okay, Psychic's out of the... out of the deal, then. Uh, next is going to be... Prindle. Okay, Prindle, let's see if we can fire systems with a Thundershock. And Prindle spins around and generates a little charge of electricity before launching it at it. And the mecha, it takes the hit, but it still doesn't seem to do much. And now it's finding its footing again and bringing itself back down. And Ashley turns to you guys. It seems like whatever they've used to build it has extremely high special defense. I think I have an idea, guys. Okay. So if we can knock it over again, because I'm, I'm just looking at tackle here, and it pushes the target two meters, I'm wondering if we could push it off the platform 
onto the other one below. Like, get the poison Pokemon down there out of the way. And have them okay. both kind of take themselves out. It's going to have to be a group effort. Or maybe a Garbodor <laughs> I don't know, you guys like this idea? It looks like it can work. Yeah, let's I can, do it. I can wrangle up the Pokemon. You can do that, Gabe. We'll get it back on its backside. Because uh, that dig was pretty effective. And I think... Prindle... What kind of physical moves does it, uh, does it have? Prindle doesn't have any tackles, but I have an idea. Perhaps if Prindle and your Bronzor can get underfoot, they can get it unsteady and help completely push it off the edge. That's a good idea. Bebop's got a tackle and he can just ram it. Also, it probably would help if we also push it, basically, as a, as a team. Good idea. So Gabe, Gabriel, you know what to do. Pop on Bronzor and go down. Send it back up when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, no, wait. Actually, he can help me. I don't need to bring him with me. I have bronze or cast telekinesis on me, so I have levitate. <laughs> and he floats down. <laughs> Gabe t poses down to the bottom level. <laughs> <laughs> One might see this as the Messiah yeah. descending upon his subjects. Others will see this as a G-mod. <laughs> the Pokemon see it as neither. They don't believe in religion or video games. <laughs> Not even Arceus? They literally have Pokemon made out of death. <laughs> they don't believe in them. What do you believe in, Bebop? <laughs> don't, yeah, don't look at it too hard. I'll just turn blue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Hey Gabriel, what are you doing? Hey. Yeah, no, as soon as I descend. Yes, I'm gonna use Pokey Psychologist and I'm gonna use my charm to basically wrangle up all these Pokemon and basically lead it into push it. What was it? The goal is to push it so it's underneath the uh, one up top onto the one on the bottom. Okay, so we want to direct it so it's. Because I'm, I'm assuming the one machine is directly below the platform. So we have to get it where it will fall on it and where we're safe. Yeah. We're all yeah. So I, I, I basically try to freaking make like this big speech saying like, we're going to use the grivers to cr uh, like sludge bomb the base to make it easier to push. Have the the, uh, the wheezings go top side to push on the top. Garbador and the Trubbishes that help push at the front. I think that's all the... Yeah, I think those are the three types. Oh, the Zubats. Uh... Distract it. <laughs> Distract just... the one below, because they can fly out of the way. Well, they could use sonic attacks to kind of use force, like I would, I would assume. Or I would think. Something. Or just, like, occasionally whap, whap at it. You're, you're giving them <laughs> the St. Crispin's Day speech yeah. for Poison Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. She'll fight them in the beaches and in the streets. Oh, She'll fight them in the air and in the fields. Can I help him with that? No, uh, you can't. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say no this time because you're too high up and you need to be helping to push it from up top. Oh, I can't just look over and be like, 
Yeah! <laughs> no. I got 11. So with an 11, you're not able to get this, this... Either you're not loud enough, or you're just saying too many concepts for them to understand, yeah. or a combination, but they're not really hearing you. Although, like, they're still doing a pretty good job at beating it up. Mama Did Garbodor is especially going ham. Uh, but there is one Pokemon who hears you. And in all his bow-tied, bamonicled, and batop-hatted glory. Amazing! <laughs> <laughs> and he whooshes up to you. Yes. At least I got one by my stand. Alright, um... Due to the urgency, because I really want this to happen, because I'm afraid that the Pokemon might get hurt if this doesn't go properly. Um, if I can, I'm going to use Poke Psychologist again, but I'm not going to use Charm. I'm going to try to intimidate all the Pokemon this time. Oh. Uh, this time, right as, as I'm trying to convince them again, I take the charge, I start pushing the machine myself to show that I need business. Oh yeah, good. That's a, that's a good roll. <laughs> that's twenty. So I basically, I roll up. Oh no, I can't. I'm in a suit. <laughs> you st you still go to do it though. I pretend to roll up my sleeve and I just go press both my hands like we've got this. And I I, I take one hand. I point up as we're gonna drop that on this. And then the the wheezing. He sees you. And he goes to the other side, and he starts doing a rapid spin to, like, encourage Pokemon to get out of the way on that side. So they start kind of move away from that <laughs> side and search to the other side, and that just starts them kind of starting to move it towards the landing zone. <laughs> um, let's cut back up top. Yeah. So it would now be Sigurd. Okay, so... Uh... How are we going to do this? Um, Sigurd, I want him to get up nice and close before he uses the tackle. So All maybe right. do like that flash step sort of thing? A whip sort of thing? You know the whole ghost thingy, you know, poofs like right in front and then hits him. <laughs> Spooky. Okay, so roll a stealth in that case for Sigurd. That's seven plus two, eight, nine. So Sigurd kind of goes translucent and he near it. Um, and he's not quite able to sneak up on it. It notices him. But noticing him does distract it. Okay. So this is where he uses uh, tackle. Okay. Round the eye. That's a nine. That will hit. Okay. So that's... 13 11 is 24. Okay, so... That does its thing, and Sigurd... Bashes it in the eye with his sheath. And it cracks it. And now the thing is just a little frazzled, and it's looking around with its broken eye, and its feet just kind of start bowing, going up and down, like, in concern. 
It looks like this is our chance. Everyone get ready. I'm so, well, you have to roll your uh, accuracy for all your Pokemon who are using Tackle. Yes. Seven. I got a 20. <laughs> um, and Duncan, roll on bronze to half. All right. All right, that's yours. <laughs> So Sigurd gets a 13 and Myra gets a 15. Alright. So everybody all together I imagine the people are doing it as well. Do you want us to roll a yeah. strength check or something? Um, do you have a strength stat? Uh, well we have an attack. And you have combat. Combat. So, so yeah. Uh, roll combat. Yeah, Bell, you also roll your combat. Thing. Ooh, four. Okay, I rolled an eight. And that's a seven. Alright, so everyone gets together and pushes. And then... Braun and Prindle get underneath as, like, you keep pushing and pushing, and eventually, like, two of the legs, like, get slightly off the ground, and Braun and Clink go underneath them and start pushing from there. <clears throat> and it almost feels like you're not quite gonna get there, and then, like, you hear Clink just start whirring. <laughs> and it, like, drives that leg right into the body of the machine and push it, that force of that is enough to keel it over and it falls over the edge. It's falling and falling. Uh, Gabriel, do something to alert the Pokemon of the incoming. Get down! So, Gabe shuts that. And I imagine you start booking it out. And I do like... Action 80s, like, running away from an explosion, and they do last-minute jumping. <laughs> the other Pokemon, like, run out of the way as well. Mama Garbodor is, like, sweeping up Trubbishes in her arms to shove them out of the way. The, we- like, the British Wheezing is, like, whirling around to get people out. And then, like, now with all this room, the machine that you're fighting... It, like, stands up high, and it unfurls, and these two large cannons come out of the sides of it. And then it gets crushed by the other machine. (laughs) 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 Woo! Woo! High five! (laughs) I'm just high-fiving with garbage hands. (laughs) And then, like, like something kind of like a siren starts going off. And you look down, and you see that, like, red lights are starting to light up all over the two machines that collide into each other. And one of them is still struggling to get up, and the other, like, its legs are whirring. And, like, you see this big mechanical claw, like, unfold itself from it and start to, like, prepare to slash. And, like, these violet lights start blinking on the sides of the cannons as they slowly start to raise again. And then you hear from above even you guys on the middle level, Dosvedonia! (laughs) (laughs) You see the third machine descending 
Impaled on the spike of Nigonadel. Get down again! Get down! <laughs> down all however many floors there are and impales all three of them. <laughs> Whoa! And there's like an explosion, not of fire, but just of a thick black smog. Boom! And then like... The, uh, like, after that for a moment, there's, like, nothing, and then you hear a high-pitched whine coming from one of the cannons that's still struggling, and then it just kind of goes, and, like, black ooze. Like, it, like you imagine, oh, this is going to be a big sludge wave type thing, but it just kind of just leaks out. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus. And then a bunch of Trubbish and Grimer run at it and start <laughs> eating it. <laughs> we did it! Woo! Oh. It just kind of sits down. Whew. Man. That was wild. So you all are taking a moment to catch your breath. Um, Ashley walks over to you guys and just kind of like slumps down. And she pulls out a first aid kit and pops it open. Pulls out some bandages. And you notice that she's got a big gash on her arm. Oh, Jeez, are you okay? Ooh. Yes, I'm I'm fine. We weren't quite prepared when we first came up against this machine, but this this is the only thing I got and I can patch this up easily. Kinda look at her like, get the end, you alive? Da <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> Baby up here is hurt if you wanna come take a look at her. Miss, do you require assistance? No, I, I think I'm okay. I'm, I'm glad everyone is being very caring about me, but I've, I've literally already patched it up while you guys were talking just, about just, it. Just in case. Uh, just in case. Poison the poison environment. Yeah. When, when I get back down, I'll get a blood test to make sure nothing infectious got in there. Okay. Well, let's get out of here then. Yeah. I wave down to the Garbador and the Trubbishes. I guess we all wave. And Sir Weezing. Trubbish! <laughs> Weezing! <laughs> Thanks for all your help, and you're welcome for helping save your environment! Weezing! 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 Sure. Trubbish! Garbador! That's like a free <laughs> meal for her, ain't it? Oh yeah, with this whole entire Astro scheme was was it one entire buffet for them. Alright gang, let's get out of this dope. <laughs> Literally. So takes you guys about half an hour to navigate out, but you're actually able to like because you're in the main area, there are service ladders that take you up and so you can actually climb up this way. And then when you get out, you find yourself in a little shack in the center of Candlelight City. Oh, Kick well, in. look at that. <laughs> and there's a bit of a pink haze in the, like, in the air, but you can tell that it's dissipating. And you can also, like, there's not very many people, but the ones you do see, they're either rangers or logos people in the suits, and they're going around with vacuums to suck up all the smog, and there are some coughings and wheezings going around as well to nosh on that. Well, guys, I guess we still have some work ahead of us. 
Yeah. Yes, we join. We we join the effort. There you go. And it takes you like it is a whole city you have to go through, but everyone very much appreciates your help. And by the time dinner rolls around, you guys can happily say that the city is cleared of all the smog, and you can start letting people back in. Woo! Woo! Did it? We saved the city. Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a super fun network podcast. Stay updated on other SFN podcasts, follow us on Twitter at RealSFN, and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash superfunnetwork. You can also follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at LindsayM476, Ryan at VagabondHaunted, and Duncan at CloudHeadDuncan.